BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022. Investments like acquiring America's largest biogas producer, Arkea Energy, and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. As a professional welder, Shayna Ford uses Forge FX to practice over and over, which helps her improve her skills. The more muscle memory that you have, the smoother your weld is. Learn more at meta.com slash metaverse impact. Good morning, millennials. Welcome back to the Morning Toast. Happy Wednesday. It is hump day. Don't forget to hump someone you love. Could never forget. Who could? Who could? Highlight of my week. Yes. And I mean, Dude's not here to celebrate, but I know he's busy with do-tings, so I won't get too down about it. He's busy with his duties. <laughs> <laughs> Do we miss you if you're watching from home? Sending mad love. Um, hope everyone had a great day since yesterday and they enjoyed yesterday's episode, which I thought was hysterical. And we had a fabulous interview. So we're just like, I don't know, killing it. Yeah, this is the first full week in a few weeks. And it's a struggle. I'm not going to lie. But, you know, one foot forward, every, you know, one day at a time. And now we're getting over the hump, which pleases me to no end. I feel like a great way to get through the week. I feel like this podcast should just be tips on how to get through the week. Because I'm constantly <laughs> no. like living and trying to pull away some tips, hacks, if you will, to help people get through the week. So I have, as of yesterday, made like a really fun plan for Saturday. Okay. And now I'm just like, I have something to look forward to. It's like, you know, it's, it makes it so exciting, you know? Yeah. That's an interesting tip of how to get through the week. This show really is like letting you know what day it is and trying to get you to the next day. No, and that's in this life, all we can ask for to get to the next day. You honestly, the story about Willie Garson, which we'll get to, really made me realize like life is so short. Yeah. So maybe we should stop complaining. And just be grateful for each day. Yeah. I know. We really should. I'll try. I'll try to. It just depends on, it just depends. On like how bad I am. No, like when, if I'm on vacation, I'm living life to the fullest. No, totally. And then you really understand those people who like give it all up and like live in a shack on the beach. No, and, or like get a van and yeah. just live. No, I, I totally get that. If I didn't feel like I couldn't survive without so many material items, I would do it in two seconds. Yeah. I don't think either of us are, are suited out. for that. No, definitely not. But that's exciting. Do you want to tell me about your Saturday plans? I'm clearly not invited. No, I'm sorry. Um, I'm going with Brian. It's like, you know, just like a date with my boyfriend. We're going to Global Citizens Festival, which I've never been to. The one in Central Park? Yeah. Lizzo, Billie Eilish. You know, Brian got the hookup with like the best tickets in the place. Um, who else is performing? I don't remember, but I'm really excited. That's fun. Yeah. Listen to some music, drink some booze. I heard Harry and Meghan are scheduled to make an appearance. So like... If I can get backstage and just like talk to them, and this is what I'm gonna say, guys, what's up? Do you guys well, wanna be friends? Like, we're both like thirsty social climbers. I actually feel like we have a lot in common. Should we go for lunch? I know it's a great place, Zerbon. Yeah, come on, let's go. That's what I would say. Okay. Because even though like I talk major shit, like, <sighs> would still love to visit the, the compound, see the chickens, see Archie. No. Yeah. I'm team. I want to visit Kensington Palace. Well, of course. But honestly, I'm never going to be in the same room as anyone who actually lives in Kensington Palace. But you never know. Dream big, sis. That's true. I could be invited to perform for the queen. 
You could be. Imagine if we got invited to perform for the queen, like our podcast, you know, like she just loves the podcast. <laughs> and, you know, people, when you get invited to perform for the queen, like you have a, a, a talent. Usually it's like dancing or singing or opera guitar she playing, just wants a live podcast but she just wants us to like sit and do our thing oh my god and we would do like five royal stories we totally. would give her our take on them that sounds like just putting like it out an there actual dream of mine like manifest i yeah i need to you know start writing down manifesting that's a dream of mine live podcast for the queen private audience pa with the queen yeah and we just bring our mics and nothing else oh actually and maybe, the iPad. We, maybe we fly in like the whole set yeah. All of our mics, our table, of course, the book, Queen Needs a Copy for those lonely nights. She's already read it. For if sure. she wants a live show. <laughs> Neon sign, and we just set up shop in Ken's. And you know what? Maybe we'd become like a residency there. Like, they'd leave our set so we could just do like monthly shows. Yeah. And also for the tourists that come through. For sure. Got, gotta indulge the tourists. It's a really good idea. I know they're always looking for ways to modernize, and I just think that this could be something for them. Um, Free idea. By the way, major update from something we spoke about yesterday about your journey with Outlander. Mm. So as you guys know, Jackie's been watching Outlander, and apparently at the end of season one, there's like this awful, awful, disturbing scene that like may not be best for a pregnant woman to watch. Like you're very sensitive right now. We must protect your body, your feelings, your brain at all costs. Right. So I being, you know, the protective future auntie that I am. And the curious cat. Yeah, of course. I like wanted to know what all the hoopla was about. And like, this is what I get for just like being so fucking nosy because I watched the scene. It ruined my entire day. I was thinking about it up until I went to bed. So disturbing. And from what people have told me, like it's even more disturbing when you know the characters because there's like this mental element that I don't know the context of who's who and who's on right. the same side. I've heard it's even worse. And then I've also heard that in season two, there is a very disturbing scene again, specifically about pregnancy something. Okay. That you should not watch. So I'm really feeling like you should be done with Outlander. I know because I keep turning it on. Last night I watched an episode and a half and like, I'm just so nervous that I'm going to see something that I can't handle. And, like, the show is pretty good, but it's just, like, I shouldn't be so on edge while watching it. I, I might give it up. I really might. But I do want to know what happens. Everyone's saying I should read the books. But now that I've watched the show, I'm not going to start Go backwards. the books. Um, so I would like to read some sort of synopsis because I'm curious about what happens. But And I also, like, would now need to know what happens in that episode. We'll see. I might continue. I will definitely not be watching the episode that you told me. I will just have you tell me what you saw. So disturbing. Okay. Very well, thank upsetting. you for doing that for me. Of course. The day was ruined, but I protected my sister, so it's a net even. And you, you, because now it's like my curiosity. It's like, what could it be? It's so bad. Because also, so much of the TV that we watch is gory, violent. Yeah. Traumatic mm-hmm. even. And... You don't get warnings like no, that. No, so for this to have stood out, like, it's much worse. Right. So what Because it honestly, be? it's not even, like, a scene. It, like, is the whole episode. Oh, my God. Yeah. I can't even fathom. I know. Okay. It's just really bad. So I'm sorry that, like, the show that you, like, were starting to get invested like, in. I've invested in and I, like, you know, put down roots with it. And mm-hmm. I gave it the time that it needed, the space it needed to grow. And now I might have to just abandon it. I need to just watch something that's like upbeat and fun like Desperate Housewives, but not No, Desperate you need Housewives. to watch Never Have I Ever on Netflix. I've told you a thousand times. How many times. seasons is it? Isn't Two. it about teens? Yeah, you love teens. You're still like watching Riverdale. Only at the end of every season. <laughs> every single season. <laughs> no, watch it. It's so cute and fun and like it's just easy. Like if you're looking for something really light, I really enjoy it. 
I don't know. I want something that's going to suck me in and take me into their world. Well, that's not what this is. That's Outlander. That's Downton Abbey. How's it going? So it's going really well. Um, I'm going to issue a small spoiler alert. So just go away. So what I saw last night was very upsetting because Anna gets attacked by that horrible Lord Gillingham's valet. And she's just kind of dealing with the life after that. And it's really hard because we stan Anna. And she's always been like so... You don't even realize she's like this ball of sunshine and energy. And now that she's like not, you you really realize... You see the effects in yes. the house. But also there's something going on with Edith. Because she and this guy Michael... Like I know... Michael I know, is the editor? The editor. So she and Michael like are planning this whole thing. Like he's going to go to Germany, become a U.S. A German citizen so that he can get a divorce legally from his wife who's in the loony bin. Um, and you can't do that in England, whatever. So the night before he leaves, he makes her sign a weird piece of paperwork and then he fucks her. And then he goes to Germany and she hasn't heard from him. So she goes into London and we don't see anything beside her going into a doctor's office. So it's like unbelievably clear that she's pregnant, that man abandoned her and Something I feel like he maybe stole. Like, I don't know what that paperwork was that she signed. Like, maybe she, like, signed her estate over to him. I don't know. Like, there's something going on. This man is not who we think he is. And okay. I'm so glad for it because Edith deserves nothing. <laughs> Edith deserves the worst. Okay. I know what happened, so I'm just not going to share. Um, you're not entirely right. Oh, okay. But still, Edith, He's not coming back. But still, Edith, it's not good. It's not good day to be Edith. Did you give her an STD? Why'd she go to the doctor? Don't tell me. You'll find out soon enough. Okay, no. And just, it's crazy. The Edith journey, now that thinking back on it, like, it is a wild ride. No, you know what else is wild? Like, I went on YouTube yesterday because I wanted to watch Maggie Smith accept her Emmy because she's won three. And of course, she never showed up any of the times that she won. Queen. And then I just went down a rabbit hole of, like, the Downton Abbey cast. So there was, like, this Vanity Fair video reacting to Maggie Smith's best moments on the show, and it was Tom... Edith and Michelle. Mary. Mary Crawley. And my God, Edith is beautiful. And like in this show, I think they actually make her ugly. Like, because she's supposed to be like this ugly duckling sister. And then she was sitting in this Vanity Fair studio. I'm like, this is a fabulous, chic looking girl. It's so surprising. It's like Game of Thrones when you see them out of the characters. Their characters with like the dirt all over their face. Yeah. Yeah. She's gorgeous. And it was just crazy. And, and then I stopped watching those YouTube videos because I knew I was going to end up like spoiling something 100%. for myself. Yeah. I just couldn't. Say no to this one particular video. Okay. Just so, keep going. So I'm just like having the best time with Downtown. It did, sometimes it does get a little boring. Yeah, it especially does. Especially like the five episodes I've watched since, spoiler alert, Matthew died are pretty boring. Like this whole storyline, Mr. Carson's friend from back in the day comes into town, stays at Mrs. Crawley's house. Like so boring. Yeah. But um, there's good stuff here. Yeah, keep going. Keep going. Uh, I certainly know. What season are you on? Four. How many are there? Six. Okay. No, I know. I'm like almost done. I know. I want you to be done just so that we can talk about how it all shook out. I know. And then the movie. And then the movie. I feel like I like the movie even like though I've heard it's terrible. Like I just like the characters. That's what you think. Oh, okay. That's what you think. <laughs> no, like it's fine. Like yeah, you like the characters, but it's like for some reason it's so silly. Mm. It's so fucking silly. I can't explain it. And you know what's so interesting is that like no one from the show ever really like acted again. Like in other shit. Well, Dan Stevens, obviously. Yeah, of course. Beast. But like no one else. Uh, also, Cinderella. What's her name? Lily. Lily James. Yeah. Was she yeah. famous before Downton or Downton made her famous? I don't know. It would be uh, 
I'd be interested to know. Yeah. But yeah, no, she's done a lot of other movies. Like Mamma Mia. No, she's like... Yesterday. Full, she's fully Love. not famous from downtown, downtown anymore. Like, she has other shit going on. Yeah. She's honestly famous from Dominic West, but... She's famous from... Dominic West. I guess Cinderella. Yeah. And Dominic West. And Mamma Mia. And Dominic West. Yeah, but you had to know her to care that she was with Dominic West. And she also dated one of the Chris's. Oh, yeah. Captain America. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was cute. How nice for her. Yeah. Happy for her. Well, we have a great show for you guys today, Fast Five Stories. We got to get into it. Um, there was no TV on last night, but if you are looking for a Bachelor in Paradise recap, The Snatchler will be releasing an episode this week. Um, so make sure to head over to The Snatchler. Check it out. I will be checking out The Snatchler to find out what's going on with Snatchler. What music should I be listening to? What does Snatchler need me to know? I'm always looking out, thinking about, dreaming about Snatchler. Yeah, and like we get more Snatchler listening to The Snatchler than I could ever get in a FaceTime with her, you know? No, she doesn't even like respond in the FaceTime. Like she's so busy being Snatchlery. Yeah, it's, she puts it all into The Snatchler. So she's like, if you want to know what's new with me, I just recorded it. Check out The Snatchler. <laughs> yeah. So I will be checking out The Snatchler. The whole bunk is checking out The Snatchler. I highly recommend it. Without further ado, it is time for the Fast Five Stories that you need to know before you wake up and take a bite out of your morning toast. And today's episode is brought to you by ZipRecruiter. All of our businesses reopening means that millions of jobs will need to be filled. So where do you these businesses turn to to fill these roles? It's ZipRecruiter. When you post a job on ZipRecruiter, they send your job to over 100 top job sites and giving you access to their network of millions of job seekers. ZipRecruiter's matching technology scans resumes to find qualified candidates for your open roles and proactively presents them to you. You can easily view recommended job recommended candidates, and invite your top choices to apply for your job, which encourages them to apply faster. According to ZipRecruiter internal data, jobs where employers invite candidates to apply get two and a half times more candidates. ZipRecruiter's technology is so effective that four out of five employers who post on ZipRecruiter get a quality candidate within the first day. And right now, you can try ZipRecruiter for free at this address, ZipRecruiter.com slash toast. That's ZipRecruiter.com slash T-O-A-S-T. If you want to get ZipRecruiter for free, go to ZipRecruiter.com slash toast. ZipRecruiter, the smartest way to hire. Okay, first story, a little exciting. Bebe news. Kylie Jenner says her new brand, Kylie Bebe, has been tested and approved by daughter Stormy. Yesterday, finally, Kylie unveiled her plans for Kylie Bebe. It's a skin and hair care line dedicated to babies and young kids and shared that all of the brand's products have been tested and approved by her own three-year-old child. She said she's so excited to introduce Kylie Baby to us guys. It was a dream of hers to develop clean, safe, effective, and conscious baby care when she became a mom. Now, she has it. Honest is quaking. I was thinking about Honest, too. Well, Honest but is honest, honestly, like, the benchmark for, like, one of the most successful celebrity brands of all time. It's so true. And, like, Kylie is obviously such a success. But every time she starts something new, she has to prove herself. And I feel like with Kylie Baby, you know, she's still going to have to prove herself. And also, like, And people are extremely, extremely diligent and particular about what products they use for their baby. So this isn't just, like, oh, my God, I love Kylie Lip Kit. I'm getting it or for like my baby. Or, like, bathing suit. Yeah, no, it's different when it comes no, to your kid. People do literally so much research on the things that they use on their kids. So the fact that Stormy uses it, that's great. She said it's like vegan, cruelty-free. She said it's all the things. It's completely clean. Um, but honestly, like, and I know this is going to sound crazy, but like if Kourtney Kardashian uses Kylie Baby, like then I feel like it's okay because she's like so clean. I feel that. But Honest is really like, in my opinion, not only one of the biggest celebrity like baby or just brands in general, it's also like one of the 
biggest baby brands in the world. Like yeah. they fucking kill it. No, it's like if you're looking for Bebe products, like Honest is at the top of the list. Especially if you're looking for like organic, holistic, whatever. They had whatever. some stuff though where it was like the products were Did they? defective. There was like an issue. I think there was some sort of recall. Like I think it's all squared away now, but like it wasn't without drama scandal so I was surprised because when I heard Kylie baby I thought it was definitely gonna be like clothes mm -hmm. or like I don't know I didn't think shampoo conditioner combs I didn't think that at all but it's so cute the branding I do think it's crazy that she's launching or, or like announcing so close to Kylie swim like she couldn't have spread it out like you Kylie's know what based on those designs and this they're two completely different audiences obviously you know because uh, I support all Kylie endeavors. I will not be wearing Kylie Swim. Kylie Swim would not be wearing me. No, Kylie Swim would be wearing me, but I would not be wearing it. No, it's... It was a little tacky. Like, I was actually really surprised. Like, the designs were just, like, kind of, like, fast fashion-y. Yeah, they just, like, were not... They didn't seem like they provide any support. None. Flattering. No. You just have, like, all these cutouts of chunks hanging no, around. No, it's like, hey, you want to see one of my rolls? Like, right. And so as, out. like, a pregnant lady, like, the thought of putting that on, like, Kylie Swim, no. Kylie Baby, yes. You know, For you're either people, at a Kylie Swim phase in your life or a Kylie <laughs> Baby's phase in your life. Like, let's be real. Both. You can never be both. Honestly, I feel like the Kylie Swim stuff would look really good on Snatcher. Yeah, She's exactly. like the perfect body for it. Exactly. You know, I feel you. Um, so I'm curious if Kylie Baby's gonna like do well. I mean, everything Kylie does does well. And also the Kylie Baby Instagram already has over a million followers, which I thought was like so crazy. Wow. I mean, she did like create the account and like do like a couple like teases. shady teases a few months ago. So it's been a while. But I thought that when I saw that number, I was shocked. Oh, I didn't even look. But that's that's really exciting. I kind of want to compare like what all of Kylie's brands like what does Kylie Cosmetics have? Like probably 12 million. Ready? Mm hmm. 25. Kylie Swim. Less than a million. 973. Kylie Baby. A million five. 1.3. The branding is super cute. I Super love like cute. the pink and I'm um, blue, like gender bending clouds. I know. I just am curious if the shit is good. I know. And I wonder what it smells like because baby products smell so fantastic. I know. But you know what? Like call me old fashioned. But like when it comes to baby products, like I'm really like a Johnson and Johnson, like what the shit that I use, you know? Yeah. yeah. Johnson and Johnson, you know, no it tears. smells so fucking good. So but good. like now that I think about it, is it cruelty, vegan, hyperallergenic? I don't know. It's SC Johnson, a family company. I don't know. But are they a cruel family company? You know, that's a good question. Cause like so much has changed since like we were kids. Like what, you remember those, um, like watermelon, like, shampoos we used to use like they would yeah. come in those little short bottles yeah, they were like, and they looked like fish yeah like l'oreal full of parabens l'oreal definitely full of oxidants parabens very cruel very cruel so and we're fine yeah better than fine we yeah have a thriving no, podcast but then sometimes like you there are products that like cause issues yeah that you find out like it could be really bad so it's better yeah. to be not cruel but then when i think and that's what i've been thinking so much like because you're pregnant like the cave women were fine. But the cave women like weren't putting parabens in their shit. That's true. I feel that way about so many things in pregnant like food things and like things that uh people worry about, you know, if the cave women could mm -hmm. do it like in the medieval times, oh you have a cramp, have a glass of wine. Like right. so I do feel that way in general, but like they were just using water and earth. Yeah, and no, wine. I feel you. I feel you. Yeah. I 
I will definitely would try Kylie. Oh yeah, you're an expecting mother. Like, are you? Gonna but do I it? haven't at all like started thinking about like what sorts of products. But yeah, I guess like at this point, like why would I go with something that's cruel when there's something that's cruelty free? Right. But like, I'm gonna need like you know an investigation because like we're putting this on our children. Like, okay, Kylie says it's cruelty free, and I'm not saying she's lying, but like I just need some tests to be done. Like, where's the FDA? How do you test for cruelty? Um, I don't know. See if it cries. <laughs> <laughs> Also, the announcement is making news because her and Stormy are wearing blue. Are they oh. having a boy? Oh. I don't know. I feel like Kylie's, like, not that obvious. Like, it was probably just, like, a cute robe. No, but she's always wearing pink. I guess. But, like, it's a gender-neutral brand. So she could have worn So it's girls, we- it's girls wearing pink. Yeah. That's, I think that, too. But I also do think she's having a boy based on, like, she her was body. putting, like, blue emojis on stuff. And, no, I don't – her body, like – She's, first of all, I guess her pregnancy style is, like, wearing your bump out, which, because she posted, like, some OOTDs yesterday, and, like, it's, like, crop top season for her. Oh, wow. Yeah, so, like, that's the inspo we're working with, and maybe I'll try it. You yeah, know? you should. That would be so fucking crazy. We'll just show up to the toes like, with, like, a even, tiny little tank top. I don't even wear a crop top when I'm not pregnant, <laughs> but I'm going to do it when I'm pregnant. Totally. And so, I don't know how far along she is, and I can't tell, but I, I mean, I want to People be think she's due in December. You think? That would make her pretty far along. Yeah. And I don't know if she's having a boy, but if she did, that would just be perfect for her because then she literally has just like the perfect family. Like, boy, girl. And then like we could just, I could just take inspo for her. Like, what's Mr. Stormy wearing? No, and then like if her baby's like a little bit older than yours and like she is always selling her like fancy shit on Kardashian closet. Like you could literally buy Mr. Stormy's hand-me-downs. Yes. I look at Kardashian closet every time they post it. Every single time. And honestly, I would never buy clothing because it's non-refundable and like you really never know your size and like it's all of its custom. But the accessories are always gone. People probably think the same. It's like hard to know what size you are. Jewelry, bag, shoes, gone. But like one of these days, I don't have a Birkin. But one of these days, like, when I do something really successful and, like, make a lot of money, like, my first Birkin, I don't want to get it from Hermes. No. I want to get it from KardashianClosset.com. to have history. Exactly. Importance. Do they sell their Birkins on Kardashian Sometimes. Closet? They're the first things to go. Damn. And their prices are pretty, it's not like they're charging more because they were worn by Kardashians. No, it's, it's just fair, like. fair, like, secondhand vintage. Prices. Yeah. Yeah. No, I so agree. I haven't bought anything, but there's been a few times I really ruminated on something. Me too. And I always like love to see what they're selling. Me too. I'm buying what they're selling. And honestly, I don't want to even say this because I feel like it's the best kept secret, but the best closet to shop, Chris. Mm. You heard it here first. Well, it depends on your body, your height. I'm not even talking about clothes. Her opulence, like, I'm just, she's another level of, like, rich mom. But like, no, but, like, for for different people, like, I'm the same shoe size as Kim. I'm not the same shoe size as Kylie. Like, if she's selling shoes, I can't buy them. Mm-hmm. I'm the same height as Kim. So. I'm just talking about in terms of selection. No, in terms of selection, probably Kylie's closet's my favorite, but. It just depends. Like, everybody probably has a different, like, and all the girls have different shoe sizes. So, like, yeah. some people are a Chloe. Like, it's nice. There's really something for everyone. That's true. But Kim's my exact shoe size. And they've so. all, like, fluctuated over the years in their weight. So, there's literally size from, like, size 2 to size 12. In every height. It's, yeah. It's really wonderful. It, it it's is. A, it's like a Kmart. It's an inclusive place to shop. No, it's literally a department store. Yeah. Okay, our next story is very sad. Willie Garson, the beloved Sex and City actor, has died at the age of 57. This was so shocking. I thought it was for sure fake. 
Willie Garson, the actor who played the beloved character Stanford Blatch in Sex and the City and its upcoming reboot, and just like that, with real-life best friend Sarah Jessica Parker, has died. He was 57. An HBO Max spokesperson told The Post, quote, Willie Garson was in life as on screen, a devoted friend and a bright light for everyone in his universe. He created one of the most beloved characters from the HBO pantheon and was a member of our family for nearly 25 years. We are deeply saddened to learn of his passing and extend our sincere condolences to his family and loved ones. This is so sad. Like, when I think back, Stanny is just, like, everything of the sort. And honestly, he was the only one who used to keep Carrie in check. So, 100%. like... 100%. This is such a loss, not only for the world, but, like... For, for the s- real world. For the real world. But also, it's so interesting because I had seen pictures of him somewhat recently filming the... And just, like, that reboot. Yeah. So, I don't know where this falls into place with the storyline i just feel like this reboot is like not it's like cursed you think i just like don't have good vibes about it and also now that stanny's not in it like i'm okay yeah i i mean i wasn't one of those people who's been so excited about it but there's been like stills coming out and people are feeling enthusiastic this definitely you know puts a a sad twinge on it totally it was just so shocking 57 apparently he had been privately battling i heard cancer mm-hmm. and a few weeks ago was put into hospice so for those around him it was not shocking but for us because he didn't share it was just like the most shocking piece of news ever yeah and so sad and it's just a true loss in in the, for the ev- entertainment in the world like period yeah Stanford is literally one of the best characters on ever. TV. Like, ever. So many iconic lines. Mm-hmm. And he's also in White Collar, which I didn't watch, but Margot Ashray loves that show. Yeah. With Matt Bomer. Mm-hmm. So just touching millions of lives and has a wonderful legacy. And it's so, so, so sad. Yeah. And he has a son. Yeah, his son posted something very nice on Instagram. And so sad. sad. Yeah. Okay, our next story, we're going to switch gears. And is Switching Gears brought to us by anyone? I'm so unbelievably humbled and honored that you would ask. I just want to nip your RDH before it even courses through your No, you're right. Like, it was starting to bubble up under the surface. (laughs) Um, Today's episode is brought to you by Pura Vida. You could shop now and give back with Pura Vida. They're known for their beautiful braided bracelets, handmade by artisans. They're string bracelets that are unisex, fully adjustable, and wax-coated, so they're 100% waterproof. And, of course, their jewelry that's super affordable with bracelets starting at $6 and rings at just $12. People love to buy a lot for stacking. So if you have, you know, a couple rings and they're only between $6 and $12, it's everything of the sort. So you could stack and look like, I don't know, a boho goddess rolling out of Coachella. Um, And you also get six free stickers with every order, which is so fun and just like an added bonus. Pura Vida has already donated over $3.8 million to charity. Um, So you know that when you're shopping, your money is doing good and putting back into causes that matter all their products are eco-friendly the biodegradable packaging it's certified compostable you can even bury it in your backyard and they have amazing launches coming up for fall including tarot and zodiac jewelry cosmic inspired graphic tees and hoodies and more disney jewelry and the fallen heroes charity collection which gives back to national fallen firefighters association pura vita you can look good and do good and to get 20 percent off your pura vita order text toast to 38817 that's toast to 38817 to get 20% off at Pura Vida. Terms apply available at puravita-based bracelets.com slash terms. Text toast to 38817 for that 20% off of Pura Vida. Thank you for that. Are you feeling better? It's a pleasure doing business with you. Sounds like you're feeling better. I am. (laughs) 
Okay, next story is really exciting. Some casting news, some programming news. Katherine Hahn will play <gasps> comedy legend Joan Rivers in the limited Showtime series The Comeback Girl. So the WandaVision actress will play the late stand-up comedian legend Joan Rivers in a new limited series at Showtime. It's in development. It's called The Comeback Girl. Okay, I have so many thoughts about this. One, just the fact that they're doing, it's a show or a movie? It's a series. Fabulous. Limited. A limited series Which about. always respects the integrity agreed. of the story. It's basically just like a really long movie. Yeah. So the fact that they're doing this at Showtime and it's obviously being thoughtfully produced is making me really happy. And I have to imagine that like the success of Hacks inspired this just because Hacks was so similar. It was just giving such Joan River vibes and now it like swept at the Emmys. I just feel like Hacks influenced this. Like, mm-hmm. thank you, Gene Smart. Um, so I'm just excited about the concept in general. Yes. Um, and I'm actually really like pleased with this casting. I don't know who I could have thought of. I mean, I would have thought of Gene Smart, but... I think that this is very good. I don't know what age they're I think planning on putting Joan in. Probably focused like on her earlier in her career, like in the 1960s when she was like paving the way. A- and like and then when she post was Johnny down Carson, and yeah. then got back up and now she's got her the own comeback show. girl. Yeah. It's about the comeback. Yeah, I mean, I think this is amazing. And you know, Catherine, when I think of Catherine Hahn, I always think of Step Brothers. I always think of, what's that movie called? Frost Yourself. How to Lose a Guy in 10 Days. Oh, yeah, she's like she's the friend. A, she's a friend who plays like the therapist. Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, she's great. Yeah, no, I always think of like, I want to curl you up in a little ball and put you in my vagina. Like, that's oh what God. I always think of. Wait, she plays flat. So She flat. plays Derek's wife? I think, no. Hold on, I'm going to her IMDb. She's definitely in Step Brothers. Oh, she's also in Bad Moms. Oh, yeah. Which was actually a very good movie. She's in Where the Millers. Oh, she plays... Um, I, n- I never watched that movie. <gasps> I hated it. I know you love it. I started it. I walked out of the theater. It's so good. You're Atrocious. so wrong. Uh, also, she was in WandaVision most recently and um, Transparent. She was in Knives Out. She's really in so much stuff. Was she's she also in like, Step Brothers? She is. Yeah, she was in Step Brothers, oh, okay. yes. Win a Date with Tad Hamilton, an amazing movie. Oh, my the God. The Dictator, an amazing movie. I love Win a Date with Tad Hamilton. That's like... I, was, I actually was thinking about that movie recently. I think about it a lot. Her seven laughs, you know? I know. And so good. Then she calls him out. She's in The Holiday. She's just always the friend. And now no, she's No, it's her star. moment. I feel yeah. like she's like a modern millennial, like Judy Greer. Yeah, like, There's, always the co-star, never the star. Yeah. I feel like recently she's come up to the star, but, like, now she'll be headlining this show. This could be, you know, this could be her Emmy moment, even though I think she yeah. was just snubbed for WandaVision. I'm really curious if Melissa's involved in this. Like, I feel very torn about Melissa mm-hmm. because, on one hand, she was the only person who knew Joan better than anyone else, and she was the apple of Joan's eye. But, like, if you were invested in them as much as I was, like, you know how, like, Melissa gave her mom such a hard time. And, like, she was so ungrateful to have a mother as great and wonderful. Like, if I was related to Joan Rivers, like, I would literally wake up every morning and just wait by her feet and have her tell me what to do. Yeah. Like, I would do anything for her. Like, I would bow at the temple of Joan Rivers. And Melissa, like, just couldn't be bothered with her mom and was always complaining about how her career took her over as a mom. Like, shut up. Yeah. So, I want her to be involved just because, like, she probably has great stories, but, like, I don't know. I feel like Melissa's perception of her mother is not, I'm not interested in, in seeing that because I don't think she idolizes her mom in the way that wor- the world does. Yeah. I mean, just reading through this article, there's no mention of her. I, there's no mention of her involvement. Yeah. But she's also like a TV producer. So maybe she'll be involved. Yeah. I'm sure she'll let us know soon. She got the apartment. 
the gilded apartment on fifth i wonder like what happened to that she'll probably sell it i know appreciate it like that's my dream if i could purchase i'm honestly gonna go to the bank after this and take out a loan like if i could purchase that apartment and leave it exactly how it was i would make a museum she literally lived like downton she lives like downton and she that's why she said like if you watch her documentary which i cannot encourage you to watch enough it's called a piece of work it's the best documentary of all time she lives like it's so opulent. She lives like a queen. And so that's why she can't stop working. And that, they're like, why don't you stop? Well, she's like, well, look. And she also supports like everyone on her staff. She sent them to college, college, private school, took care of their kids, like she, her whole family. So she couldn't stop. It was like this hamster wheel, but she also didn't want to because like she wanted this level of opulence and she had to pay for it. No one yeah. else was going to. That's very hacks also. Very hacks. The way that she lived she was lived. definitely inspired by Joan. Like she has all these people that work like she just doesn't lift a finger. They never gave us like any concrete answer on whether or not like Joan was the inspiration of Hacks but like she obviously was not the whole thing because of course Joan never did Vegas and like there were things that didn't match up but like Joan was the archetype for Deborah Vance correct yeah yeah I don't think you need to come to get confirmation for I would have loved some confirmation especially like someone with, like, finally putting fucking respect on Joan Rivers name well, I mean I'm sure if I search Hacks Joan Rivers like I'm sure I read like a enough. vulture article nobody knows for sure they're like let's point out the obvious yeah. By the way, like if you do Hold wa- on. Hacks creator on if Deborah Vance was based oh. on Joan Rivers. Oh. oh. After all blah blah blah. He said or I don't I don't know the name of the director said she's an amalgamation of a lot of people. She started as a stage act with her then partner kind of like a Nicholas and May, Nichols and May. So there's Elaine May in there. She had a Famous sitcom and then very public divorce, not unlike Lucille Ball. We also threw on Phyllis Diller and Joan Rivers and Elaine Boosler and Rita Rudner and Paula Poundstone. So many female stand-ups that didn't get the recognition that some of their white male counterparts did. And obviously, Jean also brought a lot of herself to the role, so it really became something very distinct. Okay, like the Phyllis Diller, yes, because like Phyllis Diller opened the door for, you know, for the likes of Joan Rivers. But... I'm sorry, like, it's Joan Rivers, and let's yeah. stop. Yeah. So, I, Lucille Ball, I see a little bit. If you do anything today, but like, it's he, watching a piece of work by Joan Rivers. Like, the fact that, like, and then watch the interview where she she talks about getting snubbed for an Oscar for her documentary. Like, she was just everything of the sort. And, like, you'll really come to understand, one, like, how fucking funny she is, because she's not even trying to be funny in the documentary. It's really just, like, her everyday life. And, two, you'll understand her whole life story and, like, why she never stopped working mm-hmm. i don't know the fact that she's dead is just like something i still really so wrong i will never get an endoscopy and i stand with joan yeah are you ready for our next story sure britney spears's new yes. netflix doc will ins- no, sorry it's not her doc it's netflix a doc, made a doc about, about britney spears and it will explore her conservatorship yes i heard it's very like detailed and dark and New trailer dropped on Tuesday. It's called Britney versus Spears. Incredible title. Incredible title. In the clip that dropped, Spears can be heard leaving a voice message for her lawyer on January 21st, 2009 at approximately oh my 12, God, 1229 a.m. She said, hi, my name is Britney Spears. I called you earlier. I'm calling again because I just wanted to make sure that during the process of eliminating the conservatorship, dot, 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 the documentary will chronicle her conservatorship it has been um, in the works for over a year 
Oh my god, that's crazy. I'm sure like the Spears clan is quaking because And this might explain why we're seeing some movement, like why Jamie resigned, like maybe because this documentary will gonna cause make people so look much really fanfare that now they can't call for anything because he's out. Or like it's just gonna make people look really fucking bad. Like people just wanna, you know, revert to their bunkers while yeah. the documentary is. No, but like out. there there would be some sort of like action after if people are really yeah. like upset about it, but what can you know, they ask Jamie to do now that he's resigned. Right. So maybe they won't ask anything of him. So I believe I'm sure he's hoping. The official trailer drops at some time today. We don't know when. But that little teaser did send a little chill down my spine. Yeah. Her voice is like so sad. Like and by the way, I cannot believe that was in two thousand nine. I literally thought it was from like this year. Yeah. That's how that's, long this has been going on. For. Right, that's even sadder. Yeah. I think this is, I mean, the Free Britney movement already feels like it's everywhere and everyone's talking about it, but I think this is going to like blow it actually change things and blow it out of the water i think everybody's going to be talking about this documentary that's so crazy i wonder if britney's involved at all like i don't know know if they can get to her because of her conservatorship but i'm sure she would have loved to have provided some documents voicemails things like that right i'm sure she's not but once this once she's free of it like i wonder if she'll share her journey her story i feel like we we could be getting a book. Like I, I don't, I don't know how else you memorialize something that's been going on for so long. Like a documentary wouldn't even do it justice. Like I think a book is really like the best. That's a good point. Also, a documentary at this point, like we've seen a few. So if we get like another one that's just from her POV, I think a, a different format. Me too. Would be stronger. I think a book would be great. Me too. I hope that this, you know, has the intended effect and. I'm sure we'll all be watching. So. Of course. I can't wait for the trailer to come out today. Yeah. And then it, it, the whole show should be dropping soon. It's a documentary or like a series? Um, it is a docu... It's a doc. That's... Cool, cool. The that do- they keep saying the doc. Documentary. Oh, so it's not like a four-part... Oh, a documentary be. could be a series, too. So confusing. Like, what's a movie and what's a show anymore? Sometimes when I think of The Queen's Gambit, I'm like, that was a movie. Yeah, a beautiful, wonderful eight-hour movie. Stunning movie. Sickening. Honestly, every episode of Downton Abbey is literally a film. It's over an hour. Mm-hmm. So I'm, watching like, I'm watching like 11 movies a day. <laughs> That's crazy. That's crazy when you think about. Right. Like, we're all watching 11 movies a day. I think we're all watching. Is that crazy? That's sick. I know. Every time I, like, turn on an episode and it's over an hour, I'm like, time for the theater. That's really crazy. Also, you know what I've noticed when I'm watching, binge watching something? It's so hard to like stop watching at the end of one episode because it's like of on course. a cliffhanger and you're just like, wait, I need you to go to the next mm-hmm. one. It's, I stop watching in the middle of the episode because I, when I get bored, I'm like, you know what? I could put a pin in this. This is a good time to <laughs> take a break. <laughs> I literally don't care. No, that's true because like, actually, I feel the exact same way because at the end, I'm like, oh, well, I got to watch. What happens But next? then in the middle, I'm like, Mrs. Padmore's being a nut. I'm like, you know what? I could take a break. Are you talking trash about Miss Patmore? Never. But she is like off her rocker. She's extra. Sure. She's, but you know what? She loves Daisy and she loves what's that Can't Ivy. Relate. Ivy's cute. Yeah. Daisy was, is so jealous of I Ivy. Am. Like so it's, it's hilarious. It's a really good like foil for Daisy. Totally. She needed a good kick in the ass. Yeah. No, Daisy's up there with Edith. Like they should go. I agree. Be the worst of the worst. Yeah. And she like gets more prominence in the show over time. Yeah. Because she's working she her must, way up in the kitchen. She must have tested well in Q scores. Right. Um, but I never wanted to hear about it. Totally. Oh, also Mosley. 
obsessed. Like, obsessed. don't say anything. King. No, I feel so bad for him because, spoiler alert, Mr. Matthew died and like he doesn't have a job and now he's like paving he's roads, delivering groceries. And he like got offered a job as a footman, which is such a step down for him. And he like needed a minute to think about it. And they filled the position in the minute that he was gone. Like, no, no, no. Like, I'm... I'm hurting for Mosley. I know something good's coming for Mosley. Like, it has to. Right, because it's... Mosley will have his time. Good. It's all coming up, Mosley. It's all coming up, Mosley. <laughs> Any new castings happening? Yeah, Tom Thomas brought in that wench, like, the new lady made for yeah. Cora. And I don't know what his plan is yet. Why is she a wench? Because she's with Thomas. Okay. Um, And then that that maid who, like, tried to fuck Tom came back and actually did fuck Tom. And then they let her go again for fucking Tom. Yeah. That's pretty much it, I think. Okay. And Lord Gillingham, who proposed to Mary. And she should have accepted. No, but then we'd have to deal with his valet. <gasps> true, 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 true. Yeah. True. Okay, are you ready for our fifth and final story? Do you mean... Wait, hold on. Everyone, get your triangles ready. Oh. oh I'm going to try like to make something happen here with the scrunchie. Okay. It's the final story. It's the final story on a Wednesday. It's hump day. Don't forget to hump someone you love. <laughs> that was really good. Thank you. <laughs> That's always what I had in mind for the final story when Could, we started singing it. Couldn't imagine it better myself. Literally. Okay, your fifth and final story is a little reboot news. Mm. But I feel like someone's bringing it to us. Oh, <laughs> wow, I'm like so off my game today. It's the RDH. <laughs> Someone is bringing the little reboot news to us, and it's Vivino. You know, we love a glass of wine, especially after a long, torturous hump day. And we're no experts. We know what we like, but we also love trying new varieties, wines our local stores don't carry. And that's why we use Vivino, the world's biggest online wine marketplace and the largest online wine community with 50 million users who have rated and reviewed just about every wine. They carry some of your favorites, plus they have exciting personalized recommendations for us based on our taste. We, if it's... If you're looking for wines you never knew existed and that are going to change your life, check out Vivino. Their app is everything you need to know about wine and so much more right in your hand. You can see all the ratings, the reviews, you can leave your own, and you can, of course, buy wine. Um, our favorite thing to do is scan a bottle when we're shopping at a store and see what Vivino users have to say. Honestly, like, I don't trust a lot of communities online, but like the winos, they know what they're doing, mm -hmm. and I wouldn't buy a bottle of wine anywhere without scanning it on Vivino. We've really stepped up our wine game thanks to Vivino. Give them a try. We know you're going to love it. Go to vivino.com slash themorningtoast and use code themorningtoast at checkout to save 20% off on your first order of up to $200. So it's V-I-V-I-N-O dot com slash themorningtoast. Code themorningtoast to save 20% off on your first order of up to $200. Vivino.com slash themorningtoast. Code themorningtoast. Seaside for details. Terms apply. Thank you, Claudia. So it's... It's a pleasure. It's less reboot news. Apparently, it's spinoff news. Okay. Adam Devine will star in a pitch-perfect spinoff series on Peacock. Mm. Pitch I want to hate this, but it sounds pretty good. A pitch-perfect spinoff series has been ordered at Peacock, and Adam Devine will reprise his role from the film franchise that the movie's fans all love to hate. We did? 
Well, two, three, and four, but Pitch Perfect no, but one was excellent. His role, I think they're saying we hate, I guess he was like a little no, bit of a crazy. No, I'm he sorry. He was like I, a, an acapella dictator. I just saw a TikTok that was so well said, pertinent. Growing up is realizing that the Treblemakers were so much better than the Barden Bellas. Like, they deserve the praise. They deserve the hype. I'm sorry. They were much better. I've got the magic in me. Actually, they weren't so nice to Ben Platt, but they did let him perform in the end, so. Yeah. Every time I touch that track, it turns into gold. So good. I stand the Treblemakers, just saying. Okay, well, it sounds like this is the show for you because... And, and I stand Adam Devine. NBC Universal said, when we saw the opportunity to create a series for Pitch Perfect with Elizabeth Banks, Max Handelman, and Paul Brooks, plus some more earworm classics for superfans to enjoy, we jumped at it. And to top it off, we are so fortunate that Adam Devine is headlining the series and bringing fans the quirky laugh-out-loud sensibility they loved in the film franchise. So Devine played Bumper Allen, as we all know, the leader of the all-male rival acapella Went group. Went on tour with John Mayer, right? The and then he had to come back. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he was just like the king of the acapellas. No, he's actually really funny. I think the fact that Elizabeth Banks is involved makes me feel good. Like it's the project is in good hands. Well, I'm curious about what the storyline will be because obviously he's too old to be in college even right. though he was like a super senior so but no I think he'll move on from Me college too. maybe he'll be like the TA for the tribal makers like of and would kind of give me like glee vibes oh I kind of or love maybe that. he like moves back to his hometown and and starts to run his glee club local glee club and then he, and he's like the new uh Mr. Shoe by the way that's he a would, really good idea he would be an amazing Mr. Shoe so this is the thing and you know what I, I haven't thought about Adam Devine in a while and I feel like right before the pandemic he was like blowing up like his comedy special on Netflix was like one of the most watched and then I just feel like because of the pandemic like I literally forgot he existed mm -hmm. and one of my favorite facts about him is that he's engaged to Donna LaDonna from the Carrie Diaries I'm unfamiliar you don't know who Donna LaDonna is? No, Did you never her. watch the Carrie Diaries? I watched a few episodes, but I didn't love she it. She was like the mean you, girl with like, I, she has really big lips. Donna LaDonna. No, I don't think that's her real name. It's Chloe something. Donna LaDonna Carrie Diaries. Yeah. Oh, you know this girl. She is like in every. Chloe Bridges. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So they're engaged. And I just feel like they like are so cute. And like they were, well, he was getting like so famous right before the pandemic. And now I just like forgot about him. So I'm really excited for this Peacock. Uh, series and it does sound really good it I will give it a chance and I do think he can carry the show and I I watched his comedy special I totally forgot during right the pandemic I remember enjoying it right so then like loved it yeah oh his birthday's November 7th just a day after mine Ooh, interesting spooky we birthday twins share a party who's your birthday twin Sally Field of course, queen, flying queen. nun. Well, it's fu it's funny now because like back in the day, birthday twins was like the biggest deal in the world. But now there are so many more it celebrities. It was literally like your identity. Yeah. My identity was having the same birthday as Jessica Simpson. Like it was so important to me. But now there are so many more celebrities. Like I'm sure Jessica Simpson isn't even the most famous person with my birthday. I actually have the same birthday as Erica Jane. Yeah. No. Now I'm looking at November new 16th. Celebrities. Birthdays, new celebrities. Emma Stone. Like that oh. would have been really helpful growing up. Ethan Hawke. I wow. always knew that one, but I never knew, knew who, who he was. was. And now, you know, now that I watch the Olympics, I do. Um, Sally Field, obviously. That's Tony Hawk. I know. It was a oh, okay. It okay. was a joke for okay. the people who listened to that episode. Okay, okay, okay. Referencing myself. <laughs> to reference or not reference myself. A new celebrity, Lamar Odom. Very fresh. Rebecca Romaine, who was 
a celebrity when I was growing up, but um, she was like a supermodel. Yeah, she was just a supermodel. I really couldn't relate. Just a supermodel. I couldn't relate. But now that she's married to Jerry O'Connell, like things are different. Mm. Yesterday, Aaron Hernandez. Eek! Yesterday, two years ago, um, or maybe one year ago? No, two years ago, Jerry O'Connell was on the toast. Came up on my time hop. Kind of miss Jerry and his chaotic energy. Like need him back. Mine too. Kelly Rutherford. From Lily, Lily Vanderwood, yeah, from Glee, and not Glee, Gossip Girl. Chris Souls. I didn't know he was in November Six, Bebe. Mm. That is I'm really just interesting. Hold my tongue. That's really interesting. I'm gonna go do yours. Yeah, don't yeah, worry. yeah. Don't worry. Because we'll I do, do know I have the same birthday as Jessica Simpson, obviously, but new celebrities. I know I have the same birthday as Erica Jane, which is crazy. Mm-hmm. July 10th, famous birthdays. Let's go, Sofia Vergara. Of course, like only stunning people have July 10th birthdays. That makes sense. Nikola Tesla. <laughs> He's on famousbirthdays.com. He's on Google's, they do Google oh, okay. does a roundup. I didn't go to famous birthdays because like it's a chaotic it's website. Let me know if I come though up on the Google search. Though I'm happy to be, um, oh yeah, maybe you'll show up here. Oh God, like you have to scroll for an hour, but let's do it. It's fine. Erica Jane, obviously. Jessica Simpson, obviously. Perry Edwards. Oh, Oh Little Mix. I don't want to hurt you for, on this next one. Adrian Grenier. You're lying. I'm not lying. Not You're lying. lying. Not lying. I'm changing my birthday. That's disgusting. I fucking hate Adrian Grenier for a multitude of reasons. Yeah, change your birthday. Change your birthdays and also cut yourself out of Devil Wears Prada. You're the worst part of the movie and also give us back our straws. Okay, then also like a ton of other people who I do not know and not you. I'm sorry. <laughs> No! This just ruined my day. I know. That's like so crazy. Even one of like the Beckham babies is on it. Harper. Which one? Harper. Hmm. He's pretty famous. I don't know. Um, so yeah, like just know your birthday twins. It's such an important factoid for you to know. It, and it's a great thing to talk about on a date, I feel like. You think? Because you're a birthday twin and they're going to be like, how old are you? <laughs> okay, now I'm on famous birthdays. Let's see how far I have to scroll till you come up. No, honestly, I don't like this activity. It's going to make me depressed because, you know, like in my own mind, I think I'm so famous. But in actuality, reality is that I'm not. So I just don't want to talk about it. Okay. I do know that like I am like the third most famous social media star with the name Claudia. Because there's Claudia Salewski. She's obviously ahead of me. And then there's like some other girl. Mm. Yeah. Okay. Well, three is, you know, you still, you still um, get on the I'm podium. I'm at it. I'm Get on the podium. For sure. Um, so that's our show. Those were our stories. And I feel as though you needed to know them. I do feel as though. And now you're one step closer to getting over the hump. Because the next time we see you guys, we'll be it'll be the day before Friday. It'll be Friday Eve. Yes. And you know what today is? Friday Eve Eve. Damn. Which is so exciting. <laughs> That's it's our show. Out here. God, it's brutal out here. It's brutal. Have you been watching her performance from iHeartRadio? It was like her first festival ever. Or first performance ever, not at an award show. No. It was really good. I'm sure it was. The crowd was like on fire. I saw videos on TikTok of people like beating the shit out of each other to like get to the front. That's how you know it was a good show. Oh, yeah. So you mostly see it on TikTok? Like exclusively. You know what I want to watch that looks so good? The Voice. <gasps> By the way, so glad you brought that up. So I watched all the uh, blind auditions on YouTube. And I think I'm going to start um, adding it into my repertoire. Because first of all, we should have been watching for Kelly. Like it's actually disgusting of us that we call us our, her, her fans. And we didn't even watch. It's disgusting. And now with Ari, like there's such a good vibe between the coaches. Because like John Legend is the biggest Ariana Grande fan. Blake and Taylor. Taylor. Blake and Kelly are like such good friends. Do you know? I don't know if I, we've talked about this yet. Blake used to be managed yep, by Brendan, and he 
fired him for Kelly. Yeah, we talked about it. And like they are the best friends and everything of the sort. So like there's so many good dynamics. And also Kelly and Ari have such a good relationship. Did you see Ari on the Kelly Clarkson show? I saw that she was on it. Just giving respect to Kelly. It was so... Because, um, like, obviously, like, Ariana is, like, the hottest thing right now. She's, like, right. the biggest pop star in the world right now. And Kelly is this more, like, seasoned veteran. And I guess it's easy to be intimidated by Ariana Grande. And no, or the dynamic could be very, you know... Competitive. Very Nashville. Yes. Okay, oh! that's what I was thinking. Yeah. Raina James... And Hayden Panettiere. And Hayden Panettiere, like the old guard and the new guard. But no, they, they seem so simpatico. Simpatico. Erotico. You have to watch. It was so moving, honestly. Full of respect. Full of compassion for one another. And they were just like saying, saying something. And Kelly Clarkson was like, yeah, but you're Ariana Grande. And Ari was like, but you're Kelly Clarkson. Like, it is fucking beautiful. So there's so much beauty going on at The Voice right now that I completely agree. We need to and watch. did you see the video Ari posted of um, the burn book? No. Okay, so it's the scene from Mean Girls. Regina mm-hmm. George writing in the burn book yes, about yes, herself. Yes. This girl's a fugly slut. Do not trust her. And, and then she Blake. picks it up and it's Blake Shelton. And I was actually laughing out loud. Me too. Like, love Ari just, like, getting, you know, getting her hands dirty. Yeah. And there what I, I mean, I know there's still so many, um auditions left but there was a girl who sang you know what I just want to I want to put it out there just in case she wins because I was like so incredibly moved by her voice and I just watched the video so it should be in my Did YouTube she have library the voice she might have had the oh oh and of course she was on team Ari and she sang the bones by Marin Morris in the most unique way like she changed the song oh my god was, I think I'm gonna watch the the premiere episode there's two episodes so far I know those those episodes are those types of shows are hard to watch they're so long and there's so much trash like Oh, I'm a sterling musician. Like, I work in a restaurant. Like, okay, they all, like, yeah. everyone's story okay. is worth telling, but it's so boring That's sometimes. why they're fast forward. But, like, also the looks Ari is serving. I know. It's just we're really unworthy, you know? Where is Songland? Just your, your biannual reminder that Songland hasn't returned. Hmm. Huh. We'll have to look into it. Also, I saw Esther Dean is on a new competition show. I was like, Shit. did she jump ship? Oh, she did. And it's a show that's about covers songs. Oh, you know what? I actually did see a commercial for that, and I kind of thought the show looked good. It's it like just Battle like a, of the Cover Bands. Yeah, it just, no offense. Like It just looked like... A step an, down from Songland. Oh, because Songland was genius artistry Premium. at work. This show reminded me of Lip Sync Battle, where it's just an excuse for people to get up there and do karaoke. Honestly, I'm so glad we've moved out of the time in our lives where Lip Sync Battle was on TV. Yeah. It was like the dumbest idea for a show. No, I completely... It's and it was just, like embarrassing for you, everyone involved. I could understand how you could get carried away with something like that, because like if you were on the battle, if you were battling, mm-hmm. and like you got to dress up as someone and like yeah. be them, like that's so fun for you. Nobody fucking wants to watch it. For you. And then they just got like so desperate with like people to come on the show that like no people were lip syncing. They didn't know the words. Like Ramona did a Britney Spears moment where she didn't know one word to the song. Like love Ramona, but like come on. Yeah. Yeah, no, I'm glad that that era has, has ended. But me now too. it just seems like this cover band was just giving me vibes of that show. I feel that. Like an excuse for people to like perform for themselves. That was also like a weird time for that network. That was Spike TV that like turned into Paramount. And, and now, now we have Paramount Plus. And what is this channel? And they had American Woman for Kyle Richards. And it was just like a channel that couldn't get their shit together. But they also produced Waco. Did you yeah. ever watch Waco? No. What is you doing? I don't know. 
It's so good. It's so good. It's so good. It's so good. <laughs> okay, no, like I'll watch it after Downton. Okay, it's only one season. It's and, pretty traumatizing. Uh, you gotta watch it. No, but like Tim Riggins is in it, right? Yeah, and David Koresh. Who's that? Leader of the cult. Oh, he is David Koresh. He is okay. David Koresh. Yeah. Okay. And well, it's based on a true story. It is a true. Story. So I'll watch Waco if everyone who's listening to this podcast watches a piece of work. Like seriously, it's educational. Guys, that seems like a fair deal. Everyone. Every single one of you. Every. All six million of you. <laughs> All right, that's our show, you guys. Thank you so much for listening to The Morning Toast, the Millennial Morning Show, where we deliver the fast five stories that you need to know every Monday through Friday on YouTube. So if you're watching this on YouTube, please feel free to subscribe and give this video a thumbs up. We're also available as a podcast anywhere podcasts can be found. So that's Spotify, iTunes, Stitcher, Public Radio, iHeartRadio, CastBox, all the places where we listen to podcasts. Find us The Morning Toast. Leave a five-star review about how beautiful, stunning, and smart we are. If you've made it to the end of this episode, congratulations. You are now a part of the Society Season 2. True toasters make it to the end of this episode. And to let us know that you've made it here, drop a comment on our most recent Instagram. And maybe just make it the toothbrush emoji because I just found out that there was one. So brush your teeth and drop the toothbrush emoji. It's actually the toothbrush emoji. Thank you. Sorry, that was my mistake. (laughs) Um, Have a great day, everyone. And we'll see you tomorrow for Friday Eve.